Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Welcome back to Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. You know, we're your partners in wine, crime, and time. But Sarah, we have a special person joining us this week, which I'm so excited about. We sure do. We are a trio today. We're joined by the host of Pop Crime on Betches, Kiki Monique. Hi. I thought I left my threesomes behind in college. You know, here we are. You know, it's the cold out. Yeah, it's cuffing season. And you know what? What is it's a BOGO deal. (laughs) Absolutely. We love it. Well and we love not only that you are in LA, so you're keeping me and Sarah so like warm emotionally because it's so cold in New York right now. Oh, is it? But you're also keeping us Yeah. But you're keeping us so entertained and very captivated because we just got to do your podcast, Pop Crime, all about Kanye West. And we're glad that you are joining us to help us learn a little bit more about the Donda Academy. Oh, my God. I mean, kind of a disaster. I mean, I don't have children. Um, I'm also not rich. So I don't know <laughs> why people would sit in their kids there. But you know what? Well, I feel like our Each follow-up episode has to be on Will and Jada's Scientology school. But uh, there, what, there is this wild trend of like people sending their kids to celebrity schools and I, that that's not who I wanted necessarily get my education from. No, it's so funny because when I was like getting ready for this, I was thinking in my head, I was like, who? I'm thinking of the stars that could make a school and it's like- Oprah. <laughs> Be- o- Oprah, Beyonce, Taylor, Lady Gaga maybe. Lady Gaga could do like a theater school more so. But I'm like, wh- I love all I, them yes. and I give them so much of my money for concerts <laughs> and merch that is so not well made. I don't know if I would send my child to, or I don't even know if I'd go myself. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, a lot of celebrities don't even finish school. Like we know that they do a lot of like (laughs) school and trailers while on the set. You know, I don't know if, you know. (laughs) I would do Will and Jada's acting school. Like absolutely. They're a how to go viral school for sure. And honestly, I'll join their couples therapy because oh no matter God. what, they they support each other in ways that most I feel I can barely get people to pick out one of three restaurants to go to, <laughs> and they really show up for each other at times. So maybe you maybe I'll have to join them for some things. This is true. <laughs> so yeah, we're just gonna jump right in and and go through what's going on with Donda Academy. This is a private school for grades pre-K through 12, which is a pretty big range, I feel like. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. All the range. I mean, which, you know, I think that's, I mean, I do know from, you know, I have friends in New York who have their kids in private school. So it is like pretty normal to have that range, but it's typically on separate campuses because, you know, obviously what you're, you don't want like first graders around like even seventh graders. Cause first of all, seventh graders are nightmares, you know, <laughs> um, But just the fact that, yeah, they're just all kind of on one campus, which I think originated as the Yeezy Christian Academy, 
which, you know, he had posted this promo video where it had like, I think it had North and Saint and then it had uh, two, it had Mason and Penelope, uh, Courtney's kids in it. And it was like this promo video and they were kind of like doing this chant and it was just like, Jesus oh loves you and all of these things. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know what happened with the Christian Academy. It's like, but I think they used that same campus space for the Donda Academy. I also am not surprised. I feel there are some parents out there that all they need is to hear someone chant, Jesus loves you. And they're like, yeah, my kid will go there. Yeah, where do I, check or Venmo, what do you need? And they're just kind of good with that. So you know what? I understand how, I understand the promo. <laughs> it's true. And I think it started, it started with only like 21 kids, right? I don't know what, okay. you know, grades each of them was in, but you know, pretty small to start out. So the Donda Academy was named after Kanye's late mother, Donda West, who held a doctorate in English education, and she was a professor for 31 years. So very education was very important to her. And after she passed unexpectedly in 2007, Kanye decided to found a number of organizations that focused on teaching youth. And I... I also feel any person who, even if you're not a major, I mean, also like he, his love for his mom was always such a big thing that he always talked about. And like the loss of his mom was such a major moment. And I feel like it kind of, so it added to me when I was like seeing that this is what he was naming the Academy and everything. I was like, oh, this like might actually be something I could understand people feeling a different sense of legitimacy or like, okay, he's actually putting a lot of thought into this because it's named after his mom. That's at least what I was getting from that. Yeah. And I mean, his mom was super into education. And I remember reading somewhere, you know, like he, he had went to school um, and ended up dropping out. Obviously college dropout is a big thing. (laughs) And I think, you know, again, I'm just off the, you know, thinking through like, you know, his death, her death, he felt really guilty about. And so I think like almost his tribute to her is like, I want to give back because I didn't finish my schooling. I knew how important it was to her. Like, I want to put that back into the world. So in 2013, Kanye and his writing partner and friend, Rhymefest, founded Donda's House, which was a nonprofit in Chicago that offered free music program for at-risk youth, um, which taught them how to write and record music. And that is, I feel the Kanye school that everybody should would sign their kids up for because who's yes. better than Kanye at that? Yeah. I mean, he's a hero to, I mean, at that point to the kids, especially in Chicago. Yeah. A hundred percent. And so then in 2016, the charity purchased Kanye's childhood home and the plan was to turn it into a community arts incubator. But in 2018, Kanye and Rhymefest had a very public falling out after we all remember this when Ye became a vocal supporter of Donald Trump and he was also accused of abandoning the organization. Yeah, I just don't think that like young black kids, especially, and like you're the mentor, uh, Donald Trump wasn't the person they thought their hero would be befriending. No, kind of stands against a lot of the things that I think they were building upon the thought of Ye and also this organization and everything. But Sarah, who... Who did Kanye have in his back corner to help to try to come to his defense? Oh my God, Kim, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and was this before or after Baby Bar? I want my Baby Bar, Baby Bar. I was just trying to think in my head. I'm like, what? I feel like before, but like time before? is okay. uh, time is an illusion. Yeah, an illusion, exactly. <laughs> so Kim um, had her Twitter fingers ready, and she basically just went off on 
Rhymefest on Twitter and said that he wasn't the same since he was kicked out of the studio for wearing fake Yeezys and and basically just like slammed his subpar beats and said that he wasn't oh. able to sustain Donda's house without Kanye. And then she said she basically would make it her mission to take the charity from Rhymefest and give it to her children so they could run it. Oh, a lot to unpack there. <laughs> so much to unpack. Like, First of all, I mean, I do want to know, like, was was he wearing fake Yeezys? Because if you're really good friends with Kanye, why would you even have Bobos on? Like, that's like, that, first of all. Because also I'd be like, why would I need them? Yeah. Shouldn't I have all of the, yeah, shouldn't I have all the Yeezys? And also I love to... Um, Kanye being called out for supporting Donald Trump. Well, you're supporting fake Yeezys. I don't see <laughs> truly the, the same. The, yeah, I'm confused of the the weighted scales of justice there. Also, like God, Twitter used to be the wild, wild west. Like, I mean, celebrities used to just go off. <laughs> it was everything. I feel they almost thought like no one could read their tweets. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, like, like why was forever. this a Twitter thread and not a text exchange? <laughs> Weird behavior. I, I feel like this was kind of in, like, Kim's moment where a lot of times when she'd publicly call people out, everyone would be like, yeah, Kim, maybe. So I guess kind of it was that. Because it was after, like, the ta- – well, I guess this was, like, after the Reputation era where everyone's like, okay, I work with Taylor. Maybe they could keep on some stuff going. But then I also am like, you want to give this organization to your kids to run? I think it was just like at that time, Kim and Kanye were on top of the world. Nobody could tell them anything. And I will be honest, like if I wanted to like pop off on somebody and I knew that the world would have my back, I probably would do oh. it on Twitter too. Why not? Why keep it on the <laughs> on the text thread? <laughs> true. That That's actually so true because if you're like, okay, everyone's going to be retweeting this saying, yes, Kim. And then she could just like sit and be like, yeah, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> so true. They kind of had a moment of rebranding, which is, I feel a lot of organizations do or people do when it's kind of like, okay, a lot of shit's going on. Maybe I'll just change the name. <laughs> <laughs> and just Homer Simpson in the bushes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Kanye went on to purchase his childhood home back from the charity in 2019. And it was after the dispute on Twitter, the charity went from being named Donda's house to Art of Culture. And in 2020, Rhymefest said that he and Yee made amends and that he promised to renovate the home and make something constructive with it. Okay. We're happy. I mean, is yeah. it? I, I felt like, did, have we looked up the address of that home on Zillow? I, I wonder if it's just Wait. sitting there. Because, you know, I know that like when Kanye got onto his, all of his trouble, I mean, I know his Malibu house is sitting up there rotten like in the sea. And so, I don't know what's so... happening with his properties right now. Do you think we could catch a deal? <laughs> auction maybe <laughs> truly and our episode next week is literally about a woman who just like had squatters rights in an airbnb and didn't have to pay so there's options for we might be spending the holidays in malibu oh God, we in, go a different squat space? in kanye's malibu house for the holiday i don't even think it has walls though to be honest i think that it's exposed you're probably <laughs> that right <laughs> that's without a doubt right <laughs> Um, yeah, because the spoiler of all this is that the rent, Reno never 
uh, got to chip in Joanna Gaines' hands, I guess. It never really happened. <laughs> so no one knows what is up with that. I think there's a new Chicago House Hunters thing. Windy City flip or something like that. So maybe that girl can jump in. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but then in 2020, Kanye tweeted a promotional video that teased the launch of his Yeezy Christian Academy. Showing This is what we were talking about, showing several kids wearing the blue t-shirts with YCA in big letters across from them and everything. And I mean... This is oh, this was part of the thing. So not only Jesus loves you, the kids were repeating this mantra, dear future, I still believe in you. We still believe in you. We believe in our families. In our future, we will heal. Our future has homes for everyone going on like that. This is kind of actually just like what every presidential campaign I feel says. Because I'm just like, <laughs> what is every sentence saying? <laughs> dear future, you can do it. Like, why does the future need a pep talk? Oh my gosh. And families and home and future and Jesus. It's okay. <laughs> and I'll be honest, like I, I don't go to church, but when like, you know, Kanye got into this very religious, he was doing this, but he was also doing those Sunday services in oh. LA. I just felt like it was a scene. Like I was like, let me just go put on like my best church hat and show up just because. The way I feel it was kind of like the place to go. Exactly. It was like Studio 54. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, you're not going to Sunday service? <laughs> he he did, in his defense, rebrand like church on Sunday. Because right? I feel everyone was like, you're like, oh, you're not. You're sleeping in and having a bagel? Oh, <laughs> I'll be with the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then it goes on. And I mean, he means business because he had a press release too. Uh, the press release for the Yeezy Christian Academy only described it as Kanye's latest initiative for education. Doesn't I, I wouldn't run to give my money and send my child to an initiative, but I don't. I know there are really rich parents who I feel love those words. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I, you know, I think the academy costs like fifteen thousand a year, which in private school world, that's, that's actually very affordable. That's actually not bad. Yeah. But it's also like you you get what you pay for. <laughs> I I mean, I know cuz it's like when you see like 60 you're like 60 grand and like the track record might be Harvard or 15 grand and you get to hang out with some celebs maybe on a Sunday. I could see some LA families, you know, pro conning listing it. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. And other than some posts about the Academy's five pillars and a few of the activities, it seemed the YCA was kind of more so like a temporary summer camp and just sort of disappeared or so. Or so we thought until <laughs> 2022 when Kanye announced Donda Academy to the public. In reality, it had actually been operating in the year prior to that. So on the website, Donda Academy boasts this curriculum of worship, language arts, math, science, and enrichment courses that include film and, hold up, parkour? Huh. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> but can I say, if uh, your kid sees this pamphlet, what school would they want to go to? Do you want to go to the school where they're, you're learning geography and geometry, or do you want to parkour? Right? I want to parkour my ass all around that campus. Yes! Please! <laughs> I want to do the mannequin challenge if that was around then. <laughs> I was going to say, do they have courses in TikTok dancing? Like, why is this on here? Probably when it comes back in 2026, it will. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the parkour was probably on TikTok. If we looked up, like, Donda Academy parkour, we're probably going to see some students <laughs> <on there. laughs> So true. So 
two of the Donda Academy's staple programs were the choir, which kind of came out of that weekly Sunday service that we talked about. There was also this basketball program that was meant to rival Sierra Canyon, which is a very elite L.A. prep school that LeBron James's son attends. So in 2021, after Donda Academy was launched, the basketball program started and it was the home to an elite basketball team known as the Donda Doves. That's sweet. Huh. Okay, that is sweet. And you know, doves flying basketball, like, you know, it's a good, it's a good setup. No, I'm saying I would, I mean, if Kanye starts a basketball team, I'm joining. I'm sorry. That, and also it's kind of a thing where like, okay, you can play basketball or you can sing choir. I'm like, there's something for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's gonna have fun there. Everyone is. But also when I just looked up Sierra Canyon, not that cheap. So you really how much you're is saving it? money and you still get to play them. I don't know if this is the right thing, but it's like almost like 30 grand a year. Oh, st- I mean, what, still it's affordable. Not That's a yeah. bargain compared to what Jessel is paying over on Real Housewives yes, in New York. Right? Oh, yeah. So it's 20,000 for pre-K oh, and then 40,000 for high school students. A year or a semester? Oh. 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 Oh, let's see. I think, I think, a, okay, wait. I think a year. Okay. Can I tell you? How do people have I, the money for this? I know. And like, then college. If my first grader doesn't know four languages for 20 grand a year, then I'm just like, no, like you're not going to be coloring. You're not going to be doing no. regular old first grader stuff. No, they need to be oh, able to run think, my household. You think you're going to have a childhood? <laughs> Balance my checkbook. Yeah, you're going to know what a checkbook is. Yeah. Oh, but guess what? I don't have a checkbook because all my money goes to your Sierra Canyon school. <laughs> so it's very easy to balance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. But apparently this basketball team did really well and they got a deal with Adidas, which makes sense because Kanye was working with them at the time. So then Don Academy got commitments from three five-star basketball prospects, Jalen Hooks, Robert Dillingham, and Jakee Howard. I didn't know basketball had five stars. I don't know any. <laughs> I know I'm not a big sports person. Like, I don't know what it means. Like when people say like D1, I'm just learning. That's like a big thing. Division one, I guess. Yes, that is the, that is that. (laughs) Yes. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just going to nod and know that that is that. Yes. And apparently Ye himself reportedly slid into the DMs of some other high profile basketball stars to try to get them to join Donda Academy. And there were even talks of Donda Academy playing LeBron James's son at the Lakers home arena, which I don't even know what it's called now. It used to be the Staples Center. So oh, it'll it be that forever. Arena, crypto? I think it's called, okay. Yeah. I was going to say crypto. Bitcoin. I was like, that's not right, but it kind of is. Crypto.com. Yeah. Yeah. Crypto.com. You know, you know, the crypto.com game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, can you imagine though? Like, I remember as an adult, like the first time someone famous slid into my DMs, right? And I was like, Who oh was my it? gosh, I screenshot it. I was like, let me have this forever. <laughs> Like, can you imagine being a high schooler and Kanye slides into your DMs? Wanting you to play basketball. Like, that's truly the the dream. Yeah. I mean, it feels like grooming a little bit. It's like, it feels a little bit illegal. Like, Kanye should not be allowed to recruit (laughs) because, like, who knows? Like, I think we hit the nail on the head there. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, but that's kind of, it's interesting because did you see, did you watch the BS High documentary? Wait, BS. <gasps> yes. Oh my I gosh. Like, yes. I didn't know Kanye did a whole BS high situation, but apparently yeah. like more successful. We need them to do a documentary on this for sure. That actually needs to happen. 
Yeah, that's true. Wait, Sarah, why are you right. giving our checks you're away? Right, you're right. <laughs> wait, wait, what if I want to go to what if I want to go to Sierra Canyon for kindergarten in my thirties? <laughs> I need with a full beard, just like, hey, I'm ready. Wait, but you what, know what? I better fail. <laughs> what is that Adam Sandler movie where he goes back? There's yes. a rich kid to, to first. Billy Madison. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that'll be Danny. Yes. Danny <laughs> Madison. And then I'm like. I fail out. I like, don't bring it up. I'm like, no, guys, I didn't. I didn't go. And they're like, you're like balancing a checkbook was hard. too hard. I couldn't do it. No, wait. The and best I feel thing like I would would be you playing basketball against Bronny James. Oh my like, god! You're like physical <laughs> education. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're five star. I'm. I don't even. I can't even count the stars. <laughs> As I like then ask, like, how do I tie my shoes correctly? Because I still don't think I'm doing that. Right, but I feel I would get it. I would be able. I would be Adriana falling I was gonna- <laughs> from Miami. <laughs> it would not go well, but you know, I would try. I would try for my PE. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is actually happening here? Because I feel it's all these stuff that both sound delusional but hysterical and insane. But then you have to get down to the realization, like, oh, this is actually happening, and there are people involved. So it is reported too that families all sign NDA agreements, which is kind of insane for a school. You'd be like an NDA. But a consultant who spoke with Rolling Stone about the Academy in September 2022 countered the NDA claim and said parents only sign an informal agreement. That's still kind of an interesting, but it may be, because I always wonder with like celebrities in classes like do they need to sign do parents need to sign NDAs I do not? feel like even if you don't sign like a formal NDA I would imagine that you'd be afraid of like publicly maligning Kanye West that's true you know this he's got more true. lawyer money than than the average person I assume that, uh, but then you laugh because I'm like in LA I, I feel like like places like that where like in New York there's like people with like real estate money or like stuff like that there's a lot of like What's going on? But I guess you wouldn't want to mess with any of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I also I, just think that even if you don't even sign an NDA, I'm sure you adhere to some sort of rules. It's like, even if you join the Soho house, you agree not to take pictures in there, right? We're not signing stuff, but like, you, well, we saw what happened at, was it Cipriana Casa, where people were taking oh. pictures of Taylor <laughs> Swift and they got their memberships booted. I think you just have these sort of, it, I guess I would call it informal agreement, right? It's in the terms of service, Could, but nobody reads it. <laughs> it's it's the terms of class. Yes. Yes. I always get so uh, House. I'm like, I want to, is Soho House a scam now? We need to investigate that later on because I just get so curious because people who are in it say they love it, but I'm like, do they love it because they're in it? Or well, I'm is a it member actually of Soho House <gasps> and I'll tell Wait. you. Well, so, okay. I will say that okay. like I was a member of Soho House in New York. I was a global member and it was like early on when I felt like it, it had, you know, some clout or whatever. When I came to LA, I was like, I felt like everyone was at Soho House, so I wanted to be even more. I became one of those people. I was like, I want to be more restrictive. So I wanted. I joined <laughs> Malibu House because I was like, that was that's like oh. its own membership where it's like separate. It's like Soho House, Within? but like an extra. You know how like in the movie Zoolander where you go to the room and then the room and the room and then you finally. I was like, I want the farthest room. <laughs> yes. It's just you. I, yeah, you're, not, you're like wait. Honestly, dream. Just like in a padded cell on Malibu with a $25 Caesar salad, I'm assuming. 25, please. <laughs> Sorry, 75. But okay. They're like, this chicken is right from the sea. I'm like, thank you, Jessica Simpson. Okay. <laughs> Wait, now I want to do Malibu Club. Wait, I feel like I can also start my own restrictive one in New York where it's Hoboken Club. Where I'm like, no, guys. <laughs> 
I rebrand Hoboken for all New Yorkers. I'm like, it's so chic. <laughs> well, you'll have to sign an NDA, I'm sure, for Malibu Club and or just the just the terms. But I am obsessed that singer Keisha Cole mentioned the NDA in a tweet after removing her 12-year-old son, Daniel, from Donda Academy. She did say, and there was no NDA signed. I don't know who may have, but that wasn't brought to us. This is in November 2022. I love that she sent her kid there for a little bit, though. Right. Like, I mean, and, you know, so then it starts making you wonder, like, well, then who else? Because I think it grew to about, like, just under 100 kids, like, you know, when it was, like, in its full swing. So I'm like, who were the other 99? Uh, Winning names. (laughs) Well, I'm sure four Uh, of them were Kardashian West kids, right? You know? That's true. They got, well, I think they probably spent a little time there. It seemed like Kim was willing to, like, let them spend some time there, but they had to go to their real school before that. They're like Bella Hadid and Fire Festival. Like, they'll do the ad, but they're not actually going. (laughs) Which was like, God, no. They're like, yeah, no, I love it here. Where's your Where's your class? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, she also went on to explain that she removed her son from the school after Kanye got into an argument on social media with rapper Boosie. What he he criticized Kanye for his White Lives oh, Matter God. shirt. I remember that this. he debuted during Paris Fashion Week, which so that was like I mean, not that also, long ago, right? Wasn't that yeah. like last year or like twenty twenty two? Yeah, twenty two. Right? I believe. Yeah, which. Now, yes, I hear. Yeah. And also like doing that in Paris Fashion Week where all eyes are, it's like a place to be photographed, attention, all eyes on him. Very intentional. And you're with, with Candace Owens. So it's like no. all the things. I'm sure, if, I don't know if she has kids. I'm sure her kids are there too. <laughs> uh, Kanye responded saying he'd shoot up the school. And rightfully so, Keisha said that scared her. Yeah. Gotta go. Yeah, I think everything in that sentence was justifiable for her to say, hey, Daniel, Unfortunately, you're just going to annoy, you're you're taking math and science now. You're <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, we're gonna go to we're gonna go. I don't know where the like what the rich celebrity version of Staples is, but we're gonna get you some school supplies, and you're gonna have to go to <laughs> K through eight. We're gonna take you to Blick. We're gonna take you to Blick. Yeah. Get you some <laughs> overpriced supplies. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then in October of 2022, shortly after the White Lives Matter controversy, Kanye unleashed a triad of anti-Semitic rants on social media, podcasts, and in interviews. He really uh, tripled down, I feel almost doesn't down enough how many times he would mention everything. And Kanye pushed it even further by touting conspiracy theories about George Floyd's death. I think he did that on Drink Jams, where he just had kind of, you gave him a microphone and he just... You saw for 45 minutes the kind of worst thing someone could say being said by a high-profile celebrity or anybody. And also, we got into this on uh, Pop Crime, so check out our more in-depth discussion of that whole craziness. I remember doing, like, a TikTok uh, because I remember reading an article about how, like, Harriet Tubman's, like, her ancestor, you know, who are alive now, like, their descendants of Harriet Tubman were like, Kanye's canceled. And I was like, oh, as a Black person, getting canceled by, like, Harriet Tubman's relatives. That's serious. <laughs> you think that would be the thing that made you, okay, let me look a second in I also, do you think there was like, did he, I don't even know if this time if he had a lawyer, agent, or publicist, but like who had to bring that information to him? <laughs> or did anybody? I wonder if anybody They're did. They're like, nose goes, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Oh, I thought you. <laughs> oh. I, oh. 
Who was well, it? they had that Yeezy hotline, right? In the New York Times article, they said there was a Yeezy hotline that the executives at Adidas like created to like deal with yay related problems. So they were probably like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> who's going to tell them? <laughs> like, I don't have service. It's a landline. What do you mean? <laughs> Obviously, the hotline kept on ringing and ringing, or maybe was also quiet because this was also the time where a lot of brands were dropping him because they kind of realized we don't know what's going on here and we don't want to know. <laughs> we, we don't want to know. And during all this controversy, Donda Academy reportedly sent an email to parents announcing that it would also be shutting down for the rest of the 2022-2023 school year with plans to begin afresh in 2023. That's also not how schools work. You can't just be like, hey guys, we're calling it catch you January. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Your kids, I don't know, figure it out. I don't know. Like we're we're yeah, we're done. But imagine, I don't the joy that I would get and apologies to any children listening now because I think snow no longer exists because of global warming, but the joy I would get being a kid and waking up seeing snow outside, it's like it's a snow day. Imagine that times, oh, the school shut down for the year and you're sick, so you don't know what the hell Kanye West is saying and why it's being canceled. You're like, this is amazing. They're like, wait, is it another pandemic again? Or are we just going to be on Zoom? <laughs> oh, true. These kids are like, well, the world's ending more. They, I forgot they're now like smoking marble lights. They they are more adults than all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Balancing checkbooks. Yeah. <laughs> but then hours later, a uh, reported second email was sent out saying the school would be open again later that week. Okay, delayed opening. Bias. JK, guys. That's when you thought you'd be out of school. Like what? Yeah. Oops. We're like, sorry, the five-year-old in kindergarten sent that. (laughs) (laughs) Probably they were like, oh, it's getting out of hand. We're shutting it down. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, oh, we got to (laughs) go. And supposedly Donda Academy had been operating ever since, but NDAs are not. Two teachers who were hired shortly after all this says they were unjustly fired only a couple months later and decided to sit. So this is also, that's also the insanity about all of this. Like, you're hearing all these stories. Nothing really legal, like the legal framework of it all is more so just like, this shit is insane. But this is kind of where it gets more into the, oh, some actual tangible court situation could be going on. So Cecilia Haley is one of the plaintiffs, and she was brought in as a substitute teacher for Donda Academy and then later hired as a third grade teacher in January 2023. And then her daughter was also employed by Donda Academy um, in January 2023 as a fifth grade teacher. They say they were the only black female teachers at the school. So Cecilia had over 25 years of experience as an educator and said that she, and this is in her complaint, she immediately noticed multiple health and safety violations and unlawful education practices. And she says she complained about them to the principal Moira Love, which sounds like a fake name. I love it. That's shit's great. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So she did this on at least three different occasions. Both Cecilia and her daughter say they went to the principal um, and they brought up a number of issues. Wait, also shout out to this like family affair of just people trying to teach kids. They're like, where he like, can we, hey guys, like, like this plumbing is leaking and there are probably people tripping on it. Like we're just trying to do our job. And Moira's like, 
I'm trying to get like take I, I'm trying to like network here. <laughs> I'm sure. I feel like she's like, well, I'm principal love and it's good vibes only here. I'm sorry. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Very Abbott Elementary, just like just yes. <laughs> I could totally see that. So, as for what some of these issues were, there was not a proper disciplinary system. Students were dealing with bullying that wasn't addressed. Um, e- even more wild, I think. I feel also yes. celebrity bullying can reach a thing of its own because they could be like, "Oh, your mom hasn't had a Billboard Hot 100 song in <laughs> six years." Like, I feel bu- like we're just dealing with like bullying of just bullying. And now it's like when celebrities, oh, they have Stan Twitter <laughs> that can help them learn how to bully in a whole new Are world. Are the kids bullying the teachers? Like, ah, oh, look at you. You have a job. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> you, you drive a Corolla. Yes. <laughs> uh, You're worried about health care? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But what's even kind of more wild, I feel, is that there were no janitorial services and also no trash cans outside the classrooms oh. or the kitchen, which does feel like a very Kanye choice. Mm, aesthetically. Yes. Mm-hmm. They don't, their, their home decor vibes are very less is more. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And students were also not allowed to bring in outside food or anything other than water. And they only got a meal of sushi for lunch. But Kiki, didn't you like explain to us how the budgeting for this sushi worked? Supposedly, they were spending $10,000 in sushi a week. <laughs> Which, again, okay, if you have 100 kids and they're paying $15,000 a year, it doesn't seem like enough for that sushi is all I'm saying. No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> also, apologies to whatever kid has a seafood allergy. Like, just eat the rice around it. Oh, my God. Right? Just like. He's living on ginger and wasabi. <laughs> So also they stored medication in the janitor's closet, which is makes no sense because they didn't have janitors. Well, that's why they had to use the closet. They were like, they were like well, what's this empty space for? Who put this here? Yeah. <laughs> what's this broom? <laughs> They're like, no, that's a bench for six kids to sit oh across. Connie's like, there we go. Yeah. Um, they also stored one student's EpiPen on top of a microwave and there was just like expired (sighs) medication lying around unsupervised. Um, There was like no communication to staff about allergies. I mean, yeah, if you had a a seafood allergy, I feel like you're shit out of luck at this school. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, there's an EpiPen somewhere. Oh my God. It's in the microwave, I think. Is it your, (laughs) yeah. Is it yours? We don't know. We'll find out. Also, students were allowed to be picked up by strangers on campus and like, (laughs) They they didn't have to sign in, which when you're dealing with celebrities is just like an extra layer of what the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I don't like, again, this, okay. So this school was unaccredited, which I don't know how many schools exist that are, that are unaccredited. Cause maybe, maybe that's a normal thing. It doesn't sound like a normal thing though. It seems like you want to be at an accredited school so that it's recognized. Now, I don't know if any of these... Because again, like if you're in violation of something, I guess regardless of whether you're accredit- accredited or unaccredited, you're still in violation of certain state uh, laws that, you know, ha- pertain to just like having minors, right? Mm-hmm. You would assume, I hope so. I hope there's like some at least regulations in place with that. Yeah. And um, the teachers also had even more, those are just things that like they observed like 
physically. We also, can we talk also, about how the school was locked from the outside during the day? Yeah, how does that work? That's yeah. dark. Who's, who's watching that? Yeah. It just, it sounds all scary. That is very it's dark. like, why are you worried about locking from the outside? But then when people show up, you're like, let them go. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Who, <laughs> this is a horror movie plot. It just says, keys under the rock outside. Oh yeah, just put it in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but some more things. Kanye didn't allow crossword puzzles or coloring sheets. Two things that I feel are fundamental for kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> no classes were allowed on the second floor because Kanye was scared of stairs. Was he teaching the classes? Uh, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, he doesn't have to go there. I also I don't I don't know if I've ever actually seen the stairs of Kim's house, but if they're like Carol stairs from Roni, I agree. <laughs> okay, yeah, those are the scary. Rich stairs, stairs are scary. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, a floating um, non banister stair is like the yeah. No, I, I'm terrifying. truly <laughs> terrifying. Kanye didn't want kids to use forks or utensils hard for sushi and oh required all cups and bowls to be gray. Also, what do we need bowls for? The soy sauce, I guess. Miso I don't know. soup. <laughs> oh, true. Okay. Well, now I forget. You can get a lot of stuff if you were, if they're if they're really asking, like, hey, what does everybody want? I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, he didn't allow colors in the classroom or artwork to be hung in the walls. That tracks for the interior design of the Kardashian West household. Hundred percent. All the markers, like they just have a box of gray, a '64 Crayola <laughs> box of just. Black and gray crayons. Like, this is so sad. That's so true. Oh. And, like, the kids weren't allowed to wear jewelry, and the teachers weren't either, because Kanye doesn't like jewelry? I don't. I mean, that seems weird, because I feel like, you know, lots of jewelry in the Kardashian West household. Maybe. I was going to say I feel they have so much jewelry. Like, maybe also, he doesn't do like cheap jewelry. On? Maybe he's like, don't bring that Claire's up in here. If it ain't if it ain't solid gold or platinum <laughs> or diamond, don't do it. You know, you can't ruin my the aesthetic. O- <laughs> the only reason there would be like a metal detector is to be like it it blings for if it's under 6k. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the TikTok where they go around like touching people's like pieces and it's like to see if it's fake and stuff like that? Like the kids probably have that's probably where those TikToks originated from. (laughs) Truly, they're like, oh, you guys went to school too. What class were you in? (laughs) The test is like, were you on the first floor or second floor? (laughs) There was no second floor. (laughs) He also okay. He didn't. Fuck with chairs. He just wanted chairs? people to use foam cushions. He's against chairs now. Okay. What do chairs do to you? Uh, I mean, but once you sit on a foam cushion, maybe you'd be like, well, who wants a chair? You'd have to do that or stand. And the teachers also had to stand or use a stool. And a stool is the most uncomfortable thing to sit on. It's true. I hate that. I mean, if you've seen, so, again, I'm, you've seen the couch this season on the Kardashians. I mean, I know Kanye isn't there, but I think that in general, they're seating it just seems like they don't like to sit on orthodox things. <laughs> As when everyone's like, why is North eating an onion like that? I'm like, what else can she do in this home? <laughs> That's the weirdest thing you think she's dealing with? No. <laughs> he, and, uh, Nike and Adidas brands were, of course, banned. And everyone had to wear black from head to toe. Uh, that, which I feel like it, also in LA, it's so hot. I'm like, that's you can, like, I get, I hope you could wear like at least like, like more flowing clothes or something like that, but who knows? Well, that's the one and rule no I one, like. I want to wear black every day, so I like that rule. That's and it is nice because then you're like, I always was like, 
I feel like when with kids with like uniforms, I'm like, oh, you never had to think about what you had to wear. But then I know people who had uniforms, it's like, you got to wear whatever you want. I was like, it was hard. Okay, but yeah. I'm wondering, like, did he make the kids wear Yeezys? Because that would be like a multi-level marketing aspect. <laughs> True. Like getting even more money for your money. Well, yeah, they better be real because we know if they're not, Kim's going to go on Twitter and call them <laughs> out. <laughs> Six-year-old showed up today with some elbow <laughs> Yeezys. <laughs> Crying because he wanted to color. Beat it all. <laughs> Pay your family's taxes. Go eat your sushi and get out of here. <laughs> and when you're eating that sushi... You're eating it on the floor because there's not a single lunch table to be found. What is the... In- like? Well, that's why they're wearing the, like- black because you're spilling soy sauce everywhere. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you're just trying to balance on a foam cushion. <laughs> this is like the worst East Village apartment of all time. <laughs> eating sushi <laughs> on a foam like bag. Like, yeah, no, this is nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so... Yeah. <laughs> So the plaintiffs say no action was taken to remedy their complaints. And instead, Principal Love called them aggressive, which they felt was a racially motivated statement because it does definitely feel that way. And they were viewed as confrontational simply for voicing legitimate concerns. And they also said their paychecks were often inaccurate and not paid on time. Yeah, probably because they were like fronting it for the sushi budget. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh wait i think i just go a picture of more oh, i don't know if this is the right one of her but she looks exactly like i thought she would look okay obsessed yeah i also this person has a different last name maybe she changed her name i'm just going with it to complete the picture in my head <laughs> <laughs> so then in march 2023 the plaintiffs claim they were met in the parking lot when they arrived for work and said they were going to be fired effective immediately they asked for the reason and just were not given one and they believe they were terminated in retaliation for their complaints about the school. In addition to uh, Donda Academy and Kanye West being named in the lawsuit, three directors are named in the suit, including the current principal and executive director, Brianne Campbell, um, who doesn't seem to have ever been an educator, like formally, according to her LinkedIn. Um, The closest she's come to a teacher was like having her own, piano, guitar, and singing tutoring business out of her apartment? Uh, oh, sing out Louise, but I don't know if I would have you direct an entire school. That's a jump. Yeah. You could be the music master's and, you know, maybe she has a master's in music. I have no idea. That's true. But. <laughs> well, she did serve as the choir director for Kanye's Sunday service. Um, okay. So she could be the choir director of the school. Um, but how, as for how someone with no formal teaching experience ends up at the head of a private school, I mean, that's, that's a yikes. But I think also, I'm almost like, you yeah, know, duh, for everything that we've heard about this. And I feel, that's true. I, hope, I know. I feel like any legitimate we, person would go running. That's the thing. I hope the two teachers, like when I know Kiki, you said that this probably is not going to see court until 2025. Yeah. Or so, I hope they get some money then and are teaching and working at a school where they can actually. Because it seems like they were the only two people involved in any of this that was like, no, we actually just want to like educate and help kids. Yeah, and they're like, what? And if they <laughs> we were like the only two teachers, is there like a fifty to one ratio in this classroom? Like, what is happening here? 
I was just thinking like how many, like how many classrooms are there? You know, it's like pre-K through 12, but like, is everybody Only one just floor, in the though. same room? Yeah. Like <laughs> I feel like probably was that. And it's like, okay, if you're in seventh grade, close your yes. ears. We're teaching the sixth graders now. And then we'll tell you when to open. It's just like a game of sevens up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like seven periods of parkour and then everyone go eat sushi. So it doesn't, maybe we don't have to split off for that. That's true. They're like, they're like um, yeah, no, you have a master's in education from Columbia, but where's your parkour experience? <laughs> What's the last building that you jumped off? Well, you know, this is, these are what we need to know. How many views do you get? Yeah, there's a real question before you get a raise or promotion here. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't know this was a thing that was actively happening. I feel like Kanye's been doing a BS high under our nose. Like nobody's, nobody's really talking about this. I feel like. I know. Like I, part of me wants to like go drive up to the campus and just like get it. And and I, cause I, I just discovered where Simi Valley was the other day. And I mean, if I had known that I didn't know until I was, you know, researching this, that it was in the same. And I was like, if I, if I had known, I would have just driven by that campus to see what's happening these days over there. Okay, that might be that might be your West Coast uh, duty to, to do that for us because I just need fo- I need to see like it like what the vibe is currently present day here and also I feel like will is there gonna be is is there gonna be an attempt at a redemption for it or are they just gonna be like let's just let's just call it all of our losses. Yeah, because like, again, like these, you know, at least the basketball stars, I mean, because Donda, I think really was trying to be this like elite prep basketball academy to compete with these other ones. And you had these kids who came to the school. So like what happened just like in BSI, what happened to that year that they left? And, you know, like, who knows? Oh, my gosh. And I mean, this is just a lesson to any celebrity out there. Do not try to think to start your own school, no matter how many yes people you have around <laughs> you. I like, you know what I mean? I mean, the only person, like maybe like BB Rexa can make a fun little school. I don't know. You need, I need someone who at least I know has more of the time. I feel she put her heart into it more than a really, and I'm not, sh- I'm just saying it like versus a mega, mega star. I'll let a B-lister maybe open a school. But if you're A-list, you got to go. I won't go to the school, but I'd understand it a little bit more. <laughs> I feel like, look, if they just sort of leaned in, like if they had started an academy, right, and the teachers were like Alex Earl teaching how to be an influencer or, you know, like. That's true. I would I would just say like, fine. You know what? These are the people that know how to do these things and being the way the future is. Uh, I'd rather you be an influencer who's like, be, you know. <laughs> Making a hundred thousand dollars. That's true. I feel like the moral of the story is like celebrities should just stick to master class <laughs> and not be this in the true. classroom. That's that true. is very true. And also, wow, Kiki, you just—I feel like in ten years or maybe less—that's going to be a an academy, right? That wow. Maybe that's something else we gotta make, guys. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> in twenty years, yeah, just start, don't don't let anyone know we're doing this. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. But until we start our educational pursuits in that regard, Kiki, let everybody know where they can find you, listen to you, and obsess over you and with you. Well, of course, you can find me on Betches at Pop Crime every Thursday. There's a new episode, and then obviously you follow me on uh, Instagram and TikTok at The Talk of Shame because you know I love to get into the deep dives in my stories there too. 
oh my god, your Insta is the best follow. So I highly, highly recommend to everybody who's not already following you, which I feel everybody is. And while you're on Instagram, you could also follow our Instagram account at Not Another True Crime. You can follow me on Instagram at Cashmere Danny, Cashmere with K. Follow me at Sarah Lameem. And thank you again, Kiki, so much for joining us. This was such a great time. Thank you. And we'll be back next week. Not Another True Crime podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico, Sean Kilby, and Rebecca Sosmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at Not Another True Crime on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send all of your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Betches.